Hey, Dave. How you doing today? Great. Yourself? Good, good, good. I'm um, not sure if anyone's going to join us or not today. Uh, he's scheduled, but uh, maybe pulled out. I'm not sure. But listen, uh, you know, everyone wants to know more about Microsoft Teams. The good news is we listened, right? And we, we understand what you want. And so, you know, because you want to know more about Teams, it just so happens uh, that, it, that it is the fastest growing application in Microsoft's history. So I could understand why you want to know more about it. So from one-to-one -one chats, group meetings, creating teams, keeping, keeping files and channels, um, we're going to give you a crash course in that today. All right. But before we start again, we are no law firm left behind. Thanks for joining us today. I'm Jim Gaston, and we're here to help your law firm be more competitive, keep your staff and attorneys more productive, all in an effort to help you get and keep new clients. Uh, joining me today is Dave Myers. Dave. How you doing? Hey, man, what's going on? Um, and so, uh, but before we get started in this, I ask you, if you find today's content useful, please subscribe. By all means, please subscribe. We'd really appreciate that. Or like it. Okay. We appreciate likes and we also appreciate shares and comments. So if there's any questions or comments, please put it in the chat uh, before or after the show. We will see the information. Um, but if you don't do anything else, go to LinkedIn. This link down here um, is our, our group on LinkedIn. Okay, it's called No Law Firm Left Behind, and it is an ugly URL. I know that, and I appreciate that. I'm sorry, LinkedIn. Still, every show I say, give us vanity URLs, pretty URLs for our for our groups on LinkedIn. But join this group on LinkedIn. Exclusive content. Uh, we're in there answering questions all the time, um, and it's only your peers. No selling, just absolute educational information. So, Dave, before we get started, big question. Is there a favorite feature that you have in Microsoft Teams? I do. Um, so I use Teams, obviously, to collaborate in the professional environment, but I also use Teams extensively in my teaching gigs. Um, in addition to being an attorney, I also am a professor for the University of Cincinnati Claremont College. And with us having moved all of our stuff online, Teams has become an indispensable part of how I deliver my classes. Paralegal, and no less, right? It, that's right. Yeah, I'm a professor in the paralegal program over there. Um, I work uh, for Professor Paige Beatum. She's awesome. Hey, I've been there for a couple of years. And just, you know, great, great program. And they've really adapted well to the online educational environment. Um, and Teams has been a big part of that. My favorite aspect of Teams is the breakout rooms. This is a newer feature. It was something I had longed for for years, and it's the ability to create um, sort of subgroups. So if you've got a bunch of people at a meeting, I can create individual breakout rooms, assign people to them, or let them be automatically assigned to them. Bam, I open the room. It dumps everybody out of the main meeting into their own little little meetings. You can make announcements to the groups. You can, you know, as the as the professor, or as the organizer, I can jump in and out of individual groups. And then when I'm done, I can close the groups and boom, it drops everybody back right into the main meeting. Yep. Huge, yep. awesome feature. Just totally cool. That's my favorite. You know what? It has a great application in uh, in legal for maybe like um, uh, mediations, right? It could. Mediation. Absolutely. Yep. Could, good use for mediations. Maybe even uh, in virtual uh, online um uh, oh gosh, I'm tongue tied at the moment uh, where we're sitting in a group and we talk about uh, testimonials or, you know, taking, uh, taking testimony from uh, 
witnesses or, or, or so on and so forth. Right. Dispos- de- depositions. Thank you. Depositions. I just lost that momentarily momentary lapse. I, I think it has a great uh, application in those areas. My, my favorite feature is actually something they just recently added. Um, and that is the ability to um, add things easily from Outlook into Microsoft Teams. And so if you look at your preview pane, uh, and I'm, gonna, I'm not going to show it because I'm not going to show my email, but now in my preview pane of my Outlook from my email, I've got a little Teams button and I can add things to any channel in Teams that I want to, or, or right from there, create a group message. So I love that new little Teams button they've added in Outlook on the preview pane for emails. That's my favorite feature. So we'll get Vinny's if he joins. Hopefully he'll be able to. But Dave, I wanted to get right to it. Today, we're going to talk about uh, some topics, some very specific topics, right? Uh, Chatting, because that's what a lot of people do in teams. That's kind of like putting your toe in the water to see how the temperature is. So we're going to go a couple of things into chatting, and I'm going to demonstrate that, Dave. And uh, so let's let's kind of go. Dave, you got your teams open, right? I do. Okay. So we're in a demo database and uh, I'm not sure how great this views on your screen. If you're in the podcast, we'll have a link back to the video on this so that you can see all the demonstration stuff um, as well as listen, but there'll be a value to listen to the podcast too. So Dave, here I am in a, in the chat window. Notice I don't have anybody I've ever chatted with in this demo database. And so I want to chat with somebody up here in the, and right below the search bar is this little square with a pencil on it. That is to create a new chat. And if you click on that, okay, it brings up a new chat. You just type in the person's name that is in your group. Alex is who you are today, Dave. Uh, I'm Alan. Alan, who, why are you doing, why are you playing Alan today? So you are Alan DeYoung, Dave, Alan DeYoung, right? Correct. So I'm going to go click on Alan, hit enter. And I'm just going to say, hi, Alan. All right. You know, and I'm now chatting with Alan. I think it's real simple. I already heard maybe that Dave had a ping on his teams on his side. And so Dave would just simply get that as a pop-up down the lower right corner, probably by his clock, a little purple purple pop-up. Did you get that, Dave? The purple Mm -hmm. pop-up on his side and uh, and he chats back. So that's a simple thing. Now, everyone's a little advanced thing. So Dave, um, we chat all the time, right? right? And so because we chat all the time, it's important for me to have him right at my fingertips, kind of like my 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 speed dial on my cell phone, right? Mm-hmm. Dave, you want to tell me where to go for that one? So if you hover over my name. Yep, and you're Alan. You'll get your ellipses. <laughs> okay. The ellipses. And you have a pin function. Yep, a little now, thumbtack. Go ahead and click on that. You got it. Now, you'll notice what it did is it added a section called pinned at the top. This is separate from the recent section. Mm-hmm. That's underneath it. So mm-hmm. if you don't pin any chats, you're always going to see the most recent chats first. And so if you're someone that engages in a lot of chats with a lot of different people or a lot of different group chats that might have different combinations of people, you could have certain chats that eventually drop off the bottom of that list. Yeah. Let's say you always want someone at the top. You pin them. They then go into the pin section, which is always first. And then everything else that isn't pinned is still handled in the most recent at the top under the recent section. Dave, can I unpin somebody? Let's suppose it's only for yep. a month I chat, yep. I chat with them. Go ahead. Click it again. And you can unpin. And unpin. All right. What about groups of people? 
So let's go ahead and create a create a real quick uh, real quick group. Okay. All right. Is that okay? So yeah. I'm going to go ahead and uh, create a chat for me, you, and Vinny, who's playing the role of Alex, who's probably not tuned in, but we'll go ahead and do it anyway. So I'm going to do the pencil and the square again, new chat. Okay. And I'm going to say Alex, because that's who he's playing. And I'm going to say Alan. And I'm going to pick both of you guys. And now I have you both added. And then I just go ahead and say, hi, guys. And now I've got both of us, all three of us in a group chat. Can I pen a group chat? Sure can. Okay. So I can do the same thing, ellipsis, and I pen a group chat. Now I've got that as a group chat. So you can you can create a chat for multiple people. You can create a chat for an individual. You can pin either one of those or unpin either one of those and into your pin section. Um, cool. What if Dave? What if I've not got a group chat, but I we're in the middle of a chat, and I want to add somebody to our chat? Okay. Okay. So if you're going to be in the middle of a chat, all right, I'll just pick you. Go ahead okay. and open up. Perfect. Now, if you look up towards the top right, and it's a little bit small on my end, but if you see the two people's heads right with the little there. plus sign, go yeah. ahead and click on that, and it's going to give you the option to add another person. So go ahead and let's put in Alex. I'm going to go ahead and add Meg as separate. Sure. Okay. So I'm going to add Meg, right? And then click add, I imagine, right? Pretty self, self, self-intuitive, self right? Self-explanatory. Bada bing, bada boom. And now I just added her. You'll notice also on the left-hand side, mm-hmm. it's created a new separate chat that includes Alan and Megan. Yeah, exactly. So it didn't didn't mess with that standalone. Yeah. So it didn't mess with our regular chat that we've got going on. I just created another group chat. Mm -hmm. Okay, great. All right, Dave, what if I want to, what if I want to do a real quick video call with you first? What are my, some of my needs to do a video call? Well, I mean, just like anything else, sometimes it's, easier to just pick up the phone and talk to somebody mm-hmm. than it is to text back and forth. Mm-hmm. This is the same concept. Sometimes it's easier to go ahead and let's just talk about it. Um, the difference between yeah. video chat versus audio chat would be if I want to have the ability to talk with you and share more. So tech, re- say, tech requirement, tech requirements, Dave, what, what are mean? the tech requirements to do it? Video camera. Yes, if you're going to show video, you need to have a video camera. You need to have a decent microphone in order for people to uh, hear you well. And I would suggest you have a solid internet connection. Um, while Zoom speakers, will run, while Zoom will run wonderfully in yeah. audio-only mode on like a, a, a hotspot connection or a slower Wi-Fi connection or something like that, you turn on that video. If you don't have a solid connection, you can definitely get some lag. But that's just yep. the nature of video chat. I think speakers are fine on laptops. I think most of the webcams on laptops I use. are fine, mm-hmm. you know, and I think the mics on, la- on laptops are good. But what if I got a I desktop? Use, I use a standalone mic myself. I just find that it does a better job with noise cancellation than the built-in sure. mics. But that's, sure. you know, I do a lot of web conferencing. Too. What if I'm in a desk and on a desktop in an office environment? I don't have a laptop. External so then, webcam? Yep. You'll want to get an external webcam, um, spend an extra couple dollars, get something that's good. Get Don't a, buy get the cheapest thing. You'll you'll be sorry if you do. <laughs> get a headset too. Get a headset. No, it goes. I people are split about the headset. Um, I know Vinny is a huge fan of the headset. I myself am not a huge mm-hmm. fan of headsets, mm-hmm. um, but that's 
that also depends, I think, on the quality of your microphone. And and speakers. Mm-hmm. And speakers. If you got a desktop, speakers and the desktops aren't that good anymore. Yeah, something to consider. So video chat, Dave, I'm not going to do it, but let's pretend that I would. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do you have two do you have two webcams by chance? I do. Okay, well, I'm going to go ahead and uh, I'm going to go ahead and do it and put it on a different webcam. So I've got two webcams going here. I'm going to open up my I'm going to click on this little purple button that's a video camera up here and it is calling Dave. I want you I want you to kind of hear that on the other side. But I need to screw. I need to kind of get this into into purview. I need to move as well. Uh, it's not offering me my. There we go. Normally, I wouldn't have to change a bunch of settings. I'm going to go and mute myself, Dave. But you can see Dave there, and because I have two webcams, I'm going to go ahead and pick the ellipses. I'm going to change my devices in here and say, you know, it's device settings. I'm going to pick. Uh, the webcam that I want to use, and I am not using it. I'm going to use my Surface front camera. And once I pick that, it should pop over to my Surface webcam. There's my Surface webcam. So sorry to confuse everyone, but that's how it works. Hi, Dave. Hello. <laughs> so I had to mute my microphone so we didn't get the feedback. If I want to, if I wanted to go off off video camera for a minute, I just click that, and it dumps off my video camera, the little video camera button in the meeting. Dave, what button do I click to leave the meeting? The one that says leave. We're, no. <laughs> and so I'm hanging up on Dave right now. That is how simple it is to meet someone for a video call. That's pretty simple. Dave, could I do that in a group also? So if I want to yeah. use this group over yeah, here. If you go from a group, it'll attempt to add everybody to the video call. And it'll work even if not everybody joins. Yeah. And so we call that a butt dial in a large group. So we have large groups of conversations going for our help desk team, right? So if anybody needs to chat with each other, um, and so if somebody butt dials somebody else, what happens, Dave? <laughs> oh, you'll end up with a bunch of people jumping on what's going on, and then everybody's confused. <laughs> everybody's confused. Who, who called? Who called? Who called? So be careful if you're going to group call. You know, I think there should be, if you've got more than two people in a group call, it should ask you, are you sure you want to group call these people? But that's neither here nor there. So yeah, same button right there. Same button right there. And Dave, one more thing before we hop into uh, talking about teams and channels. Um, can I get these so that they're right in front of me so I don't have to go back to teams? Pop out. Oh, you're talking about, okay, got it. You're talking about to pop out. Yeah. Yeah. So that like kind of like Skype used to do. Yeah. So if you go, go ahead and hover over our elliptical again. Yep. So hover over the, over the, the list of people in chats. And we use the pop out button. It's right next to the ellipses. Yep. And so it pops out that it's chat. <laughs> What's that? I'm using just an FYI. Are you using the web ver- version or are you using the uh, install? I am version? not using web version. I am using okay. the desktop. Just as an FYI, the pop out button does not exist on my web version of this. Yeah, I kind of figured that. Kind of mm-hmm. figured that. So now I can move this to any screen. Okay. And I can minimize my teams and it would still be available to me. So if I if I minimize all applications, I should be able to wiggle. Where's my wiggle, wiggle, wiggle? Oh, no, it's wiggle a window. So I wiggle a window, and now that chat still stays active. And you can have multiple pop-outs at once. Yeah, it is really nice. So, um, okay, so wiggle it back, and everything comes back. Wait a minute, everything should come back. No, well, it didn't come back like I hoped. 
Wiggle is a function that a lot of people don't know about. So if I don't want that pop out anymore, I just close it like anything else. All right, Dave, take us into teams. Tell us what the definition of a team is. So we see over here, cats, right? And then there's this section called teams. I thought that's the program we were using. So uh, there is a tad bit of confusion when it comes to the nomenclature here. And teams is a program. Teams is a concept and teams is an organizational structure. All right. So let's start by where with a term that everybody's more familiar with groups. Yeah. Okay. I want you to think of teams as groups plus. All right. So you can have a group that doesn't qualify as a team, but a team creates a group. Wow, Dave. You need to just do that one a little bit more for me. Yeah. So within Microsoft 365, you have all the normal groups that we've had for years. Distribution groups, security groups. Yep. But then you also have this new type of group. We're going to just call it a team. Okay. And when you create a team in Microsoft 365, it not only creates a group of people, but it gives that group of people access to all these various resources within the Microsoft 365 system. So it is a grouping of people that are doing something together, but also a grouping of resources for those people as well. Correct. It's not only creating a group of people, but it's giving them tools with which they can work. Now I'm going to ask you. It just so happens that the primary interface for using those tools is the Teams application. The team in the Teams in Teams. Correct. Gotcha. Okay, good. Now, why, what are some of the purposes for using a team in Teams? Okay. Would that be business functional groups, sales, marketing, accounting? This is where you can get all Swiss Army knife. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is where different groups will do things different ways. You can have functional units within a team. You can have particular projects within a team. We had a guest on, I, I don't remember how many months ago it was, and he used each team for different clients, like different matters. Yep. That he yep. managed. He would create a new team for each matter and then all those resources that get created for that team would be isolated to that particular matter. So, so you I mean, can think really, outside of the box. You can, you, you know, one of the things, and this is one of the caveats that we always, when we implement, you know, when teams gets implemented somewhere, you always want to turn off the automatic. We'll training. do that, Dave. You practice law. Yeah, I know. It's a habit I'm trying to break. <laughs> um, one of the things that a group like SpliceNet will recommend is to come in and disable the automatic creation of teams because it can be done in any particular way. It means it can get really messy, really fast. If, and if you just allow anybody to go in and create a team. No, we don't want that. And so and that's where you come into play is governance and compliance. You come into play when it comes to governance and compliance with that. Correct. Yeah. Yep. Making sure that the right people have access to the right info at the right time. And how to handle the, the data ongoing. Should it stay? Should it go? Sounds like Correct. an old song by the kinks. But 
Yeah. Yeah. That's where you come in. So, so Dave, so uh, before I create a team, okay, different kinds of teams, public, yeah. private. So you've got, yep, you've got teams that anyone can join. I'm going to go ahead and create team. a team. So I'm going to click my create a team button so we can kind of see yep, go ahead. Some, of the, some of the templates. And, and you're going to have to read these because it's so small on my yeah, end. Yeah, 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 yeah. So these are templates, right? So Microsoft has said, okay, everybody wants to do something different. They want, you know, they, they don't want just a bland old team. And so maybe there's an onboarding employees team that we create or an organized a help desk or an incident, Dave, an incident and response you know, team, if you will. And each one of these teams has different things that people may be interested. They may have a planner template set up. There may be a, you know, a, a some kind of response form set up in each of these different teams. And let's let's actually take a second here, and I want to point out what you just did. Yeah. When you mentioned those templates, what you've done is you've taken. You remember how I said it's a group plus? Yes. You're taking the people and you're also giving them access to certain resources. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And when you use a template, some of those resources are already created, pre-created for you. Yeah. So you just mentioned planners. You just mentioned forms. You just mentioned notes. You just mentioned all those different things. Those are all different services within Microsoft 365 that get pulled into one place in the Teams app when you create a team. That's right. You you can do that or you don't have to. Notice I can do one from scratch. Mm -hmm. So let's go do one from scratch real quick. I'm going to do one from scratch. I see private, public, and organizational-wide, Dave. Yep. So private means you have to be invited to it. Public means people can find it. Um, organizational-wide, I actually don't really mess with those a whole lot. Um, but, Jim, why don't, why don't you add to that? Yeah, so org-wide is basically a team that everybody gets joined to, okay? So maybe I want to have a a team for um, our standard documents, right? Standard documents or standard processes or human resources or or kind of like a, a pseudo intranet where everybody can go to find, you know, policies and procedures, right? And so that's, and, and I need everybody to be added to it with, out exception. So maybe there's an all staff, you know, team, if you will. Um, and so everybody would be able to chat in there, everybody in there's securities that can be set up, but that's an organizational wide and generally only certain people can create those. Now do, do private and public forget org wide, because we know that that's not, but does private and public have anything to do with people from the outside, Dave guests, people that are at different companies? So now you can create, uh, you can take any particular team and you can change guest access. Mm -hmm. All right. Mm -hmm. And if you are, um, uh, I'm trying to pull something up on my end here. Yeah. 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 I'm going to create a public team, by the way, while we're doing this. Yeah. I'm go ahead and do that. It, I'm just going to call it demo. Right. I'm, I'm having technical, I'm having a technical issue on my end. Go ahead and pull up that demo and I'll just, That's okay. I'll just work off your screen. That's okay. So I just created a, a demo, demo tenant, and I can add people. And again, you're Alan. Yep. And so go ahead and add and, into that group. Yeah, I'll add Alex uh, at the same time. I just start typing names in here. Now, what if I wanted to add somebody? Can I add somebody from the outside world by typing their email address? By default, no. Yeah, actually, in this demo database, I set it up so that I could. Oh, so did notice you? Okay. I could set up myself as a guest 
This is my personal email address. Okay, my business email so, but address. These are, but this is this is an option that's set behind the scenes in the yes, team yes, admin. Yes, yes. So, and okay. so now I've added both internal people and a guest to this team. And by doing so, each of them gets set up as members. And I can make uh, Dave. I'm going to make Alan an owner so he can do what he wants to do. Yeah, and then uh, you can see a guest. I close. And now that team has been added over here on the left-hand side. Um, cool. So pretty straightforward, right? I think it's pretty easy. Um, what do we use posts for Dave? So posts would be, think of your, uh, think of uh, like a Facebook wall. Okay. Okay. Where okay. people can make a comment and then other people can reply to it. It's not chat is purely chronological. So if something new comes in, it pushes whatever's last down the page. All right. With posts, it's hierarchical. Mm -hmm. So you can have a post, somebody says something, and then other people can reply to that and people can reply to the reply. And, and this is not just text. You can actually do rich additions. Yeah. It's just post. like Facebook. Do you have your teams? Are you able to, are you able to converse in here? Let's try. I was just having some problems, but I'll, I'll give it a go. I just created a post. I'm the administrator, by the way, and maybe Dave will see it. Okay. Yes, that is a post. So now I can do a reply. I'm going to do two different replies. This is going to be a text reply. Notice Dave also, responded to that one. But I could do other types of replies as well, and there's all kinds But Dave is using these buttons down here underneath the replies. So if I wanted to reply, so if I, yeah, <laughs> fun, Dave. So if I wanted to reply to that post, just like on Facebook, I click, click reply to that post. Okay. Now, what you'll notice is, is if I go and I make a new post. So it's a grouping of chats, essentially. Within that, within that channel of that team. By the way, what's this channel called? This is the first default channel. It always will create a general channel to begin, but you can create additional channels. Yeah, we're going to go ahead and, and name that. them what you want. Yep, yep. Have they added the ability to reorder channels yet? Oh gosh, I have no idea. I didn't have never even looked at it. Let me go and create a new team real quick because we're running out of time. I'm going to go and create a new team and create a team. So by, by the way, you do it at the bottom. If it's not in the middle of your screen, it's the bottom of your list of teams. Join or create a team. I'm going to create a team. This team is actually based on the marketing group, which is part of my Microsoft Teams. Uh, actually, I go back. Where's that group at? A Microsoft 365 group called marketing. And I create that. And it basically creates the team. So if there's a group of people that need a team, it's easy to do that. Mm -hmm. All right. And notice it's got that in a day. Are you a part of marketing? I don't think so. I think that you are. And so since I, I created a team, so. I will add you as a member. Okay. In case you're not, Alan, easy enough. Add and close. Now, you're a member. Now, remember, now it just popped up on his side. By the way, when you add a guest, I want to show you this. When you add a guest, they get this email in their Outlook. Somebody has invited you to be a part of their Microsoft Teams mm -hmm. as a guest. So Mod added you as a guest to Contoso. That's the name of this database. And it gives you a little bit of information as to some of the things you can do. But we'll digress on that. So, Dave, 
do you recommend you? Oh, I noticed you created channel two. Thank you very much. So tell me how you created channel two on the demo. Ellipses. Always look at ellipses. So if you click oh, yeah. on that ellipses, you'll see an ad channel. Ad channel. And so that's what Dave did. Dave added that channel, but is the, tell me about standard and private on a channel. So it's, and it, it explains it right there. If you're standard, yep. anyone that's in the team has access to the channel. So if you just want to create a new channel and give everybody access, you create a standard. If you choose a private, it means of all the people within a team, you can create a subset of people that can access these particular channels. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So not everyone has, has access to it. Right. That's the way you do it. Pretty simple. All right. And let's get to our final topic in channels, Dave. Um, there's a whole bunch of things you can do, but a lot of people just want a place to put their files, organize their files. Mm -hmm. So files is a tab, which is a concept that you should understand, by the way. Let's really identify this concept. There's a team. There are channels under teams. And there are tabs under channels. Pretty simple mm -hmm. explanation. And then depending on what kind of tab you have, there could be additional controls. Yes. yes in that yeah. primary uh, window. Exactly. So talking about the files tab, if I want to get files up there in there, where are these files kept, by the way? SharePoint. Yep. A lot of people don't know that because this is part of your Microsoft 365. The files that are kept in channels are kept in a SharePoint site under yep. a folder for that channel. All right. We're not going to get into the uh, hierarchy on that. That's a lot more uh, conversation. But if I want to simply just put stuff in there, I click the upload files or folders button, and then I would just browse for files and folders that I want to upload to there. Okay. Pretty easy. Let's put that screenshot up there. So I put that uh, I put that screenshot for today's uh, today's thing uh, today's show up there, and now that is easily accessible by Dave, and it is in the list under Channel Two's files. Yep. Want to download it? I can do the opposite, and I can just click it and download it. The ellipses ellipses are kind of like the key, really, to everything. If you ask me, and you can preview those uh, right within the browser for yeah, that's a good one. I'll click on it, and I can actually because it has an immersive brow uh, viewer. You can actually preview PDFs, documents, Word docs, Excel files, Ooh. you know, JPEGs, a whole bunch of different things can be previewed within Teams. Yep. Dave, can I create a document or a folder in this location? Go okay. ahead and hit the new button. And most of the time you're going to want to organize things within folders. Mm -hmm. So you can Don't create a folder, folder, just call it new folder. Yep. I'll just call it test. That's fine. Now, if you go ahead and click on that, it'll take you down one more level. Now you can also right. create documents themselves so i'm going to do new word document jim jim gas there we go a new document and now what am i doing dave just click i on have it. created the document and what you don't know is that it is being edited and it's going to give me a i can edit it within teams if i want to yep. by the way my default setting is probably in the browser but i can say edit in Teams using the ellipses right there. By the way, did you know that they added the um, the default option feature? No. Yeah. So now, if you when you do this the first time, you can change the default feature. I want to open it in Teams. See, open Office files in Teams just once or always, which because it's not the default function. I'm just going to say this one time. So now, if I want to always open it in Word, I can default it to opening it to Word always. Something new. 
I'm done with that document. Notice I'm in Teams still. I got a lot of functionality. I can just close it right here. By the way, people can also work on these at the same time. Excel spreadsheets, PowerPoints, Word docs, all can be worked on at the same time in Teams. And actually, actually outside of Teams. So Dave, I don't think we want to go too much further than that. No, um, we're already at about 32 minutes length. Oh, um, yeah. Good topic. You know, I, I think it's a really quick crash course. Uh, I think it's a it's it's definitely 101, right, on, on the functionality. Lots more that can be done. If you have any questions about the content today, anything we've done, you know, by all means, again, like I always say, put something in a chat somewhere uh, or just post a question, private message, either one of us. Join the Low, No Law Firm Left Behind group on LinkedIn and um, and really just enjoy. Uh, you know, it's a great program, great topic. And uh, we'll be again uh, back around next week, 1030 Eastern on Tuesdays. Dave, thanks a lot. Have a great day. Thanks. Take care, everyone.